Hello, everybody. Welcome to the EZ Sports Podcast. Um, it is Thursday, March 28th. Good work. I know. This I is like three weeks in a row you've gotten that right without having to have me tell you. Three three weeks in a row where I have, as soon as we've introed, clicked the little drop down in the right <laughs> corner gotcha. and checked the date. Um, but we, we're not going to say who. Not yet. Uh, not at the beginning of the show. We'll say it at some point in the show. Mm-hmm. I don't know when. We haven't really decided when. Uh, we have a guest coming who we are incredibly excited about. Uh, we're interviewing them on Monday. Yeah. It's going to be on next week's show. Um, hopefully, it's going to be a good portion of next week's show will be that interview. Um, Did I tell you how I reacted when you texted me that? You didn't. So I'm sitting in class, right? Mm-hmm. And it's just started. It was in uh, my 304 lecture. And I'm sitting there. It has not started yet. And Julie looks at me and she's like, just chatting with me, having a good time. And I saw your text pop up and I screamed <laughs> no fucking way. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, it is pretty exciting. It's not the person we're bringing in. Like, I don't want people to misconstrue it. We're not talking about like a huge like celebrity or an NFL no, player or something like that. No, but huge in the KU community but right now. But huge in the KU community right now. Um, and sort of a... We got Cody Bellinger. That Cody be- Bellinger is one yeah. on the show. We got Juju Smith-Schuster. It'll be yeah, fun. Yeah, um, No, it's somebody who's really big in the KU community right now and who is very positive and has just like really awesome vibes. And I'm super excited to get to talk with this person. And I think it's going to be... So much fun, really cool opportunity for us, mm-hmm. and I'm just I'm so stoked. They're they're going to be able to offer some insight, um, on and you could take this as a hint, maybe I don't know. They're going to offer some insight on growing up around sports that mm-hmm. I don't think, I think less than one percent of the population in the country would be able to offer. Yeah, I completely agree. Um, and so very a very excited. unique perspective. Oh yeah, um, very unique perspective. But. We'll announce that sometime on the show. Mm-hmm. Sometime. Not going to tell you when. Just keep listening and you'll find out who it is. Um, and then, yeah, that'll be on next Thursday's show, that interview with this undisclosed person. Um, <laughs> back to what we were talking about before the show started, mm-hmm. which strangely enough, we've been talking about this interview for a while. Yeah. This overtook that somehow. Yeah. You didn't know that I had all these little hidden doors and like hiding spots within my house that are just I, like there randomly. Okay, here's the thing. When you gave me a tour of your house at first, uh-huh. I was like, well, this is pretty neat. They've got like a few of these. And I was like, there's like two. And that's kind of fun, whatever. And then today we went back around. Why did we? Oh, the attic. I was checking out something in the attic, which sounds creepier than it was. And there's like five. Mm-hmm. There's so many. Yeah, they are everywhere. Like, I don't, I mean, when was this house built? 1800s. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah. So, 1800s, allegedly, and this is what I heard from the people who bought the house, uh, the house was used in the Underground Railroad. I've heard that about at least four houses that I toured this year, looking for my new place. Really? At least four houses were like, yeah, we were on the Underground Railroad. That's, yeah. See, so, not sure how accurate. Right. Well, they and are. That, Yours that, is probably. That's where I'm at with it. I'm not sure how accurate it is. And I didn't really believe it. I was like, oh, like, maybe that was just something they got told, whatever, no big deal. But based on 
all the nooks and crannies in here honestly wouldn't be shocked. Right. Based off like how some things are structured yeah. and like the sort of like, it's like, it's kind of weird. There's like offset spaces in the house that like they clearly could have built the house out further mm -hmm. and like had more room in certain areas. But instead, you know, there's just a little hideaway there. Yeah. Or like doors. So like there's a closet up in the attic is finished in the house. There's a closet up there where if you go up and you open the door to the closet and then you look to your left, there's another just smaller door with a handle on it. Yeah, it's like, what do you use that for? I don't know. Nobody knows. That, yeah. Something fishy is going on. I mean, good fishy. Not good fishy. Like. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> oh, no, Emma. That's super problematic. <laughs> good fishy. <laughs> um, no, but yeah, it, it's, it's kind of cool. I mean, I, we... For the first, I'll say for the first year of living in this house, we would sort of discover something new about it every single time we walked around. Honestly, it makes sense. We'd be like, I wouldn't oh, be shocked. I didn't know that was there. Or like there's this, the, uh, you've seen the safe in my basement, right? <laughs> yes. The, there's a weird like safe that we have a deal. Anybody who comes to our house, any guest gets one shot at opening the safe. And if they crack it, they get half of whatever's inside. We don't know what's inside. It could be a plastic bag or it could be a million dollars. Your guys' is lucky to be like a used toothbrush. Right, <laughs> yeah. Like, what? <laughs> yeah. Oh, this was a waste. <laughs> um, But it's just like this safe that's just in the foundation of the house, in the corner of this basement, that you really... And they uh, don't know the combination, obviously. No, no. We have no clue what's in there. Um, It's just random. Yeah. It is random. Um, Which is a great segue into the random sports shit that kept happening this weekend yeah bizarre first before we talk i know we were uh gonna talk about the retirements mm -hmm. that we're gonna get to in a second here but did you see yusuf nurkic's leg injury i put him up on the no i can't i cannot with leg injuries i put him up on our account it was why would you do that i i'm unretweeting it no don't do it it's awful i, I tweeted him out from injuries. our page um but yeah it is it was horrifying to watch. It was one of those where you just sort of like vomit in your mouth a little bit. Um, Why on earth would you tweet that? Because, you know, you got to get it out there. <gasps> oh, my God. <laughs> vomit. That's horrible. It's horrible. That's the first time I just saw that. Right. Why would you post that, Zach? That's terrible. <laughs> That's not our brand. Well, I mean, it was legitimate news that happened. Ugh. I know. Oh, I want to delete that so bad. Um, horrible, horrible, horrible. Ugh. Um, but the, there. I'm actually one sick video. to my stomach right now. I swear to God. It's I'm it sick was to disgusting. My I'm glad he was wearing the leg sleeve because like there was. Oh no! Uh, no, doctor. I can't even think about it. Move on. <laughs> no, no, we're, we got to talk through it. There was some doctor that said, um, had he not been wearing the leg sleeve, it, he would have full on Kevin weared where like no yeah mm -mm. I know I can't horrible. Horrible, horrible. You need a moment to gather yourself. Do you need I need water? a lifetime to gather <laughs> myself. Um, the, the thing that I hated most from all of that, though, like, hands down, was the ref, like, lazily stepping over him and, like, dragging his foot and basically just kicking the leg that had, he had just snapped. Jesus. And I'm like, come on, dude. What are you doing? Like, this dude just went down. You don't just lazily step over him. Like, Make sure you clear him. Um, but, you know, uh, 
thoughts out to him. That is horrifying. Stop watching it. I can't. Stop watching it. so bad. (laughs) I look over there and you're just like horrified. (laughs) It's terrible. Um, But thoughts out to him because that is terrible. You never want to see something like that happen. Um, I'm getting sympathy pains. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Outside of that, we'll move away from that because I think if we talk about it anymore, you might throw up on this desk. (laughs) Um, Retirements. Retirements. Fun stuff. Retirements. Actually, it's not fun. Wait, this is sad too. Um. In the span of like, what four days? Yeah, it seemed like we three, had four days. Gronk, Conor McGregor, and Etro all retire from their respective sports. Yeah. Um, I'm probably, I, I mean, these all three of them are like guys I didn't want to see retire. I like when Conor McGregor's doing his bullshit in the UFC, just because he's so arrogant and annoying that it's just like, yes, please, more. Honestly, he's one of those guys who, whenever he pops up on my screen, I'm just like, ugh, okay, and I move on. You, you, you are on this with him and like Russ. I don't like guys who are like arrogant and annoying. I think that should be okay to say. I no, I'm not saying like you're incorrect for saying it. There's just... definitely a market out there for that. Conor McGregor has a huge following for a reason mm-hmm. because people like that. I'm just not one of them. I yeah, I just. I don't know. I like the trash talk. It brings an element to the sport that like... I'm okay with trash talk, but don't be a dick. How it, how do you trash talk without being a little bit of a dick? You can be a little bit of a dick, but you don't have to be like a full-on dick. Yeah, but like the best... Let's let's be honest. If two guys are about to fight each other yeah. and they walk up on stage and shake hands and they're like, good, have a good fight, man. That kind of sucks. You're Honestly, like, not for me. I'm like, wow, that's going to be really good. No, you. I want to see. Okay, I want to see some intensity. Here, when I was over here and we were watching March Madness, and then we watched UFC Fight Night. Yeah. And it was um, those two girls. I cannot remember their name. Mm-mm. And it was a really good fight. I thought it was. Right. I've also never seen a fight before, so I was like, "Hey, that's cool." <laughs> um, but they were very like casual towards each other. They're like, "Yeah, whatever." Like bump gloves. But but that but was, I was like, "Oh, that's good." Like that's so subtle. It's like calm before the storm. I was a fan of that. But, and that was like, but two, they were shaking hands after the fight. That's after. Mm-mm. And, and like, of course you bump gloves during the fight. But like when you're trying to sell a fight, I nobody guess, sells a fight better cool. than Conor McGregor right now. I, you can't argue that. No, you absolutely cannot argue that. He definitely sells fights incredibly yeah. well. There's a reason he makes as much money as he does. Right. I'm just not the audience he, for it. But he, and, and like, that's the whole reason, like, I'm going to miss him him and like his involvement with the ufc i don't know how official this is either like i mean there have been a lot of fighters who have retired and come back a lot of athletes right or like retire and come back and retire and come back or like i think it was floyd mayweather who was like no i'm not gonna fight again yeah he's fought like four more times after he said that yeah for sure um but i'm i i just i don't know he was a guy who definitely brought an edge he always, every single time he got on stage, it was great. There was something to capture. There was something there. I'm He's like, definitely newsworthy. Right. He is definitely, whenever he fights, it is a big deal. And I think that his retiring will take away from the sport. Yeah. I, I think it. I think it's, he made it easier to sell the UFC. Especially yeah. to people who might have not watched it. Or That's might true. have not yeah. been like active followers of it. So he'll be someone I'll I'll miss him for sure. Well um, and what's interesting to me is like this is kind of off topic, but 
my friend works at Buffalo Wild Wings. Mm-hmm. She says every single time it's fight night, it is a disaster in there because people are there to like one in the morning. And I had no idea it was that big. Yeah. Like, honestly, I was I was not aware of the huge following that it had. I will say it has expanded rapidly. Yeah. But she said when Conor McGregor fights, it's like, oh, my God. Yeah. You're going to uh, be there till two in the well, morning. Well, you remember when he decided he was going to fight Floyd Mayweather in yeah. the boxing thing? Of course I it remember that. I don't even huge. follow it was boxing, and I remember that. Yeah. We had, like, a group of friends and I, we had a party, like, in a backyard with a projector. Did you we, really? Like, put a screen down over their garage, and, like, we probably had 150 people there to watch it. Wow. And I and wasn't just, invited? Like, Ouch, Zach. Whatever. <laughs> moving on. Ooh, yikes. <laughs> um, but uh, it was, it was, like, it was sort of one of those things, and both of those guys coming together, it sold that fight. For it sure. It made it huge. For sure. Um. So, yeah, we'll see what's going on. He's also got some problems with, like... Some sexual assault allegations. Right. Over in Ireland, right? I believe it was, yeah. Yeah. So, we'll see what uh, goes on with that or what winds up happening, but... You got to wonder how much that plays into a retirement. Yeah. I talked about that with some of my friends. Like, is this... It's kind of weird timing. It's it's just odd timing that they both come out together. Right. Of course, this is all speculation, but I think that's an interesting thing to bring up is that that happened right next to each other right it's like it's that allegation came out all of a sudden he retires on twitter no right. press conference which is sort of different for him too because he usually makes a big deal about right. it right it's a spectacle that he does. right everything's that's one of the reasons that i'm not a huge fan everything's a spectacle and i sure. mean you know me i'm not a center of attention kind of person right so like that's and a little off-putting but i uh, once again i understand there's a market for that and i do also sometimes wonder how much of that is actually just for show yeah he and has it totally to could be he has to sell he could his be a brand. completely different person yeah right and like where i go on that is you have to sell your brand for sure your success is dictated on whether or not people are interested in watching you fight yeah and if you're if you're a fighter like there's a i don't watch the ufc in general mm-hmm. because i'm not a huge fan of that aspect of it sure but i think the ufc fans love that yeah. So if you're going to be a fighter and like you're not going to be like, oh, I'm the soft-spoken like soul of a poet. You're going to be like, I'm a badass. There's some great fight fighters that just aren't very vocal. Uh, yeah. Like uh, Khabib, Khabib Nurmagomedov or however you say his last name. Yeah. He's an outstanding fighter. Phenomenal. He just doesn't talk a lot of shit. Yeah. And, and I'm so not. And I'm not saying like him. that's an issue. I'm just saying you're not going to promote yourself as like. A sensitive person i wouldn't think you would anyway right and like especially if you're trying to be huge like conor mcgregor is well, so i don't like, think that takes you very far in that yeah market. so that's what i'm saying is right. you have to know your market yeah the other retirements um retirements yeah um we had Itra retire yes how, my heart and soul <laughs> how old is he now uh, he's in his 40s he's in his 40s yeah. okay i'll look up the exact age yeah he he retired um i saw posts in Japan, which was cool. In Japan, which um, obviously is his home country. Um, he is a historic, historic baseball player who, if he is not a first ballot Hall of Famer, I'd, people will lose their mind. And rightfully so. I'd lose my mind. I, I mean, he he's 100% a first ballot Hall of Famer. I don't know exactly where he stands relative to hits. and. Um, I just read number. His number is 51, and I thought that was his age. And I was like, holy Christ. Yeah. He... Um, he was born in 73. Okay. Yeah. Um, so he, yeah, he is a legend. 
he'll be a first ballot Hall of Famer for yeah. sure. And he's one of uh, my favorites. I think I honestly think you could go up to any baseball fan and he'd probably be in their top 10 everybody loves Ichiro sure he still has a cannon too oh my god like he threw a ball (laughs) he told me this he throws this ball from like deep in the outfield right and you go holy shit most 40 year olds throw that and their arms coming with it right like you are not if at his age at 45 or whatever you should not be throwing a ball like that yeah if you throw like i said and i'll inhuman. stand by that if you throw a ball at that age most 45 year olds their arm is coming off their body yeah. no chance they make that throw and there's also a really incredible feature that um god i wish i remember the news outlet who did it i'll try to find it and link it on our twitter or something um but this really amazing feature about him and about his work ethic mm-hmm. that just like gave this huge insight as to who he is and why he can still do those things and it described his training regimen and everything he's done from the time that he was a little kid in this sport and it was amazing right i was about to say he must have a crazy oh training it's insane regimen. yeah like crazy diet training regimen like all he must just be constantly yeah. working on his body um but yeah i hope to be in half as good a shape as him at 45 yeah me too <laughs> like i mean i mean genuinely i just i hope to be in half as good a shape as him now <laughs> <laughs> um he he reminds me a lot like of gordy howe who was mm-hmm. a hockey player for the red wings he played until i think he was 56 or something like that yeah in the nhl which is that's ridiculous yeah um and so he yeah he reminds me a lot of him where it's just unreal longevity um and truly someone that, you know, contributed a ton to the sport of baseball. The third and final retirement that we're going to talk about, Rob Gronkowski. This Re- one, this one made me sad. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. Like, <laughs> I, I was expecting it, but I was still was like, oh. Right. He, I mean, there was a lot of rumors that he was going to be retiring, that this would be his final season, that, you know, he wanted to move on from football. Yeah. But, like... It just out of nowhere, like it just dropped on Instagram. It was surprising. I saw the post. Yeah. I was like, "Oh, I mean, if you oh also sort of sidetrack. If mm-hmm. you add up all the numbers in the post, apparently, like he like has numbers throughout the like yeah. long paragraph that he wrote. It adds up to sixty nine. So Gronk going out in classic Gronk style with one more sixty nine joke." Um, Jesus. Because I'm sure he just couldn't help himself. Was that intentional or was that... Oh, it was 100% intentional. How do we know? It, it was a, 100% intentional. <laughs> look at the post again. Um, there's there. You cannot tell me that he just perfect... Like, it just so happened to, <laughs> you know, get strung together that he um, put a bunch of numbers in his post that added up to 69. That did not happen randomly. He absolutely wanted to go out with it. Um, but yeah, he's he's another guy. He's sort of like Conor McGregor for me, where the NFL is a little more fun when Gronk is involved. Mm-hmm. Like it, it is, he adds an element, especially to the Patriots, who, let's be honest, are one of the more boring and less drama-filled teams in the league. Right. Like you don't see a lot come out of their organization outside of, you know, their owner soliciting Jesus. a prostitute yeah. at a when massage they, parlor when they have drama they go big with their drama right. they don't they don't hold pull any punches when they're trying to make it into the news i guess um but yeah it is it it's just you know he added something he added value sure. he was a spectacle and he's 
he's the kind of spectacle that is so much fun to watch. Right. I Just do an think blast. he he is the best tight end of all time. There's a lot of people in the comments. David Ortiz, I just saw in the comments saying that. Yeah. I genuinely believe that he is the best tight end of all time. He might not have the best stats. Yeah. Because he played just a shorter career. But like talent wise, I think it's incredibly difficult to argue. Yeah. Like he he was a phenomenal tight end. Also, um, I saw a statistic that it was like his yards per catch is uh or no, touchdowns per game was point six nine. <laughs> God. so you know gronk just doing gronk stuff <laughs> just gronk um, things it, it really not surprising at this point um but yeah he's another guy that we're just gonna be like yeah kind of bummed out that he's not there i'm anymore. really gonna miss gronk honestly as much as you hate the patriots he was always someone who you cheered for and you never like, hated the patriots so or i should say as much as the general population yeah. hates the patriots yeah because that's definitely let's true. be honest a lot of people hate the Patriots. Oh my God! Yeah, like a lot, um, especially anybody who has to play them on a regular basis. Um, especially Kansas City Chiefs fans. <laughs> especially Chiefs fans who had their hearts ripped out, as many oh. teams have by Tom yeah. Brady this year. Just uh. can we talk about something else? <laughs> <laughs> um. Anyway, that'll wrap up this. Uh, when we come back from our break, we're going to talk about the Sweet Sixteen. Mm-hmm. It is opening day yeah um so lots of stuff happening lots of stuff going on with that uh, i think bryce harper went like oh for four today oh jesus <laughs> after he got a huge standing O from philly yeah so um great start i i don't care i'm not like buying into it that it's a huge deal everyone's like i saw a bunch of people on twitter though wow we paid him 300 million dollars you can't hit a single ball i'm like really yeah calm down you're fine um but yeah when we come back from break talk about the sweet 16 talk about opening day and reveal our guests potentially potentially we'll see we're gonna do it we'll see well yeah we'll do it <laughs> uh and then we'll tell you who is coming on the show next week so thank you so much for joining us in the easy sports podcast we will be right back Welcome back, everybody. Um, over the our break, you got to read the greatest essay. Oh my God! In the history of the English language, our break has been so long. I forgot we did that, yeah. but I'm so glad you brought it up. I think we took that was like an hour. And that, a half. Yeah, that was like the longest break we've ever done for sure. Um, but you read the greatest essay that has ever been put to paper. Oh yeah. About paper. Oh yeah. And how we use it and how it's, it's life and death and how uh. paper is so common that we overlook it. However, it is our whole life. Mm-hmm. Our birth certificate, our death certificate. Wow. A canvas. Deep, impactful stuff. Oh, my God. It was actually hysterical. It, it's it is Especially hilarious. If you know to read. the writer of the paper. Right. It's so funny. Um, It's hilarious to read. And the right like when we submitted those papers in class, like I, I won't even lie about it. I was upset that like I got a worse grade yeah, I'm not than he did. He got a hundred. I got a hundred. I got a ninety-eight. It was not a. I was not thrilled. Um, I mean that's crazy. But, it, I mean it was like 
hysterical. Oh, it's, like I read it's it hilarious. and I was like, "There's no way this is real." What was him, uh, on his like the pitch line? It was "Paper is the window to the soul." <laughs> Paper is the window to the soul and the mind. <laughs> yeah, that is that's some bullshit right there that I can't even. <laughs> he makes the claim that paper makes you immortal. I mean, holy shit! How did this get hundred <laughs> percent? That's, that's paper makes you immortal people this is the this is the moral of the story that's you know what our whole podcast has been leading up to this moment right where we <laughs> talked about how paper, paper is the window to the soul and makes you immortal mm-hmm. take that it also inspires else. millions one painting inspires millions i did like i did like the line from the essay and he like gave great commentary on mm-hmm. it he's like he's like there's a line in it where it's like, how would we write? And he goes, as I type this out <laughs> on my computer. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm just like, it, it, it is. I I want to make it public, honestly. I, I would, bet he'd let us. I want to get that published somewhere. I bet he would totally let you. And I know like that, that professor, we're sidebarring or sidetracked so much right now. It's fine. Our professor was 100% on his bullshit with that paper where he was like, yes. <laughs> this is it like, this is what i wanted <laughs> like he, he's he, like you know what josh could write the next great american novel yeah he josh could do it bullshitted that a hundred percent yeah i'm not shocked and our professor probably thought it was this deep methodical well thought out piece of art yeah because once again if you don't know josh you're like this is real and like i do you, i don't that's how I, if i didn't know josh i would read that and be like wow it's very insightful yeah all right i could I could see that. Some some parts of it. I mean, paper makes you immortal. Bold claim. But like some parts of it, I'm like, yeah, I like how okay. we tied it together too, where it's like the birth certificate <laughs> and the death certificate yeah. at the end. I was like, perfect. Anyway. Oh my God. I, wa- I wonder if he'd let us post that on our Twitter. Oh, that'd be. We could like block out his name and whatever, but like. Yeah, we'll, yeah, we'll talk to him. We'll yeah. ask him. Um, <laughs> um, anyway, opening day of baseball is here. You I, are. This is like Christmas for you. This is, this is my Christmas. Yeah, this is Christmas for Emma. Um, uh, we we sort of talked about it before going to break, but how much on their bullshit some fans are, oh like some God. fan bases yeah. are. Josh was uh, yeah at break. We were talking to him about like Cardinals Twitter, and yeah. they're freaking out. Like oh, like they're freaking out about Goldschmidt's contract because they lost one game. Yeah, it's been one game, and they it wasn't even like they were crushed, were they? Mm-mm, they got robbed. It, um, yeah, it was Lorenzo Kane robbed that home run. Right. Shout out, Low Kane. But I love that man so much. Why don't you give me that look? <laughs> I just laughed. I've never heard you say Low Kane before. <laughs> everyone called him Low Kane when he was in Kansas City. Uh, clearly not everyone, because I've never heard that once. Were you in Kansas City when he was here? Yes. Really? Yeah. It was 2015. Yeah, I was at I like was at school here. That was my freshman year here. Oh my god, you're so old. I am <laughs> ancient. Ancient. Shout out to the people who are like way older than <laughs> us that are yeah. listening to this and are like shut the fuck up. You got like a 25-year-old who's like fuck, fuck you. These kids. <laughs> um but uh yeah, it yeah, I was here in 2015. I've never heard one person say Locaine. Everyone says Locaine. I'll take your word for it. Okay. Um but yeah Why are you questioning my kansas city sports knowledge right now <laughs> <laughs> i'll just take your word for it um anyway wow we are getting super sidetracked today yeah. on everything well okay so he robs his home run yeah he robs and his home run and all of a sudden their fans are freaking out like the season's over yeah like the season's not over guys the season has barely barely begun it it will be okay we're going to be fine but like 
I do think it's fair to say um, the Royals are currently winning their game right now by five. So I think it's fair to say we're World Series contenders. <laughs> after one game. You know what? They might have one of the best records in baseball after <laughs> they, today. That's true. Statistically, tied for first. that's true. They could be tied for first in all of baseball. <laughs> um, so I guess, yeah, you're not. You're not. If we went off one game, mm-hmm. yes. If we went off what's actually going to happen, absolutely <laughs> not. Last in the division? Sounds closer. <laughs> <laughs> this season is going to go off the rails fast for them. Yeah. And the Tigers, we are not far behind you guys. Yeah, that's fair. Um, But yeah, ML, MLB fan, y'all, y'all need to chill. It's every fan base though. Because I, I mean, know. everyone, the MLB is being highlighted right now. But how many KU fans did you see after March Madness? That's... Yeah. Oh, the the fire Bill Self camp. Yeah. The I worst mean, camp on Twitter. That's just people just we need to fire Coach Self. Why? Yeah. No. Because we didn't win the conference for a fifteenth straight year after three of our guys got benched. It's like, crazy. So I think all all sports fans are like this, but for some reason, baseball fans really show it. I think it gets magnified, especially with like the size of some of the baseball contracts. Oh yeah. Like with Harper today when he like Mike Trout's like, walk up song. <laughs> right. Um, <laughs> but no what you're saying. But like with um with Harper today, he doesn't hit a home run, so the fans are like, Oh, bust. Yeah. It was a horrible contract. We should have never done it. Okay. Like <laughs> it's a long ass season. Yeah. Everyone and needs also, to take a step back. And also relax. Right. Like it is not the end of the world. It will be okay. You're have all a beer survive. you're fine yeah take a shot maybe you might need it like <laughs> right. really chill the fuck out um exactly moving on from that it is march madness still even though it's over for some even though it's over for some which we're not going to talk about because nope. neither of us want to be sad right now <laughs> um we're both in really good moods we right. can't ruin it um it's march madness right now we are. I literally have Purdue and Tennessee in front of us on the screen. <laughs> we have, just to paint a picture here, uh-huh. we have two screens. Yep. We have one in front of Zach that is March Madness. Mm-hmm. We have one in front of me that is opening day baseball. Yep. And we are keeping track of both. Uh, Purdue is just is actually beating Tennessee. Yeah. Like I knew Purdue was legit. I did not think they were going to. Yeah. They're winning by 10 right now. Yeah. So. Um, and I'm so- watching the Mariners beat the Red Sox. The Red Sox are my team, <laughs> but you Your know, team. my team, if they lose today, one though, of my, many you're going to take to Twitter and just scream at home. Oh, of course. Just yell into the void. Right. Um, Jackie Bradley Jr. Scrub. <laughs> Mookie Betts, bottom of the barrel. <laughs> Waste of time. Clearly. Um, Chris Sale, what are you doing out here? <laughs> um, but with March Madness, I saw a thing about the ticket prices for the different like Sweet 16. It's elite, crazy. Elite eight games. Every region was around 138 to $170, except for the region Duke is in. Theirs were like $657. God, that was so the crazy. average ticket price that's to insane. go to those games. Like North Carolina's region wasn't that much. Gonzaga's region was, I think, the lowest. I think they, theirs was only 138 Um And Virginia's re- region was not even close to that much. That's, like, yeah. That just that's shows crazy. you, like... I hate to even talk about it, but the the Zion show, yeah, like it is very high demand right now. Yeah, absolutely. Like, and I think obviously, like now they can really capitalize it because they're like, this could be the last game. Yeah, this could be his last college game. You got to come. It, it, w- it probably will be. won't be. 
I don't think. Whoa. I don't think it will be. That was a moment. I don't think it will. Really? So we'll segue into that. Since we're going to talk about it anyway, we'll segue into it. Mm -hmm. Duke showed some vulnerability Mm -hmm. against UCF. If UCF can just put a, like, box a guy out on a free throw (laughs) and then get a put back or a layup or something, like, they win that game. It was a one-point game. Um, I still don't think Duke loses in the next round. I think we have the same situation that we had when Kentucky went undefeated a few years ago. Oh, my God. I totally misinterpreted what you were saying. What did you think I was saying? I thought you were saying that this would not be his last college season. Oh, okay. (laughs) Yeah, I see what you're saying now. Yes. No, it will 100% be his That's last college season. I was season. like, what are you talking about? No, yeah. it won't be his last game. I agree no. with you. Um, okay. We're on the same page now. <laughs> um, but anyway, he like they squeaked away. I still don't think Virginia Tech beats them. I think if they are going to lose, mm-hmm. it is going to be to Michigan State. I think that... Yeah, I agree with you. Um, but I think that they're going to be national champions. And it makes me sad, but <sighs> that's what I think. I hate that so much. I know. I, I would... I because I think you're right they did show some vulnerability but how rare is that that they do that well and how rare is it that they have a team I I mean let let's actually backtrack on that if you're a team and you watch that game mm-hmm. is your strategy from now on just like let's make them take shots from the outside let's just shut down the paint let's throw four guys into the paint and yeah. make it impossible for them to drive um because it worked. It yeah, clearly worked. For sure. And if you have the athletes to keep up with them and the size to keep up with them, um, and without having a box score or a stat sheet right in front of me, I wouldn't know exactly how big all their next opponents are going to be. Um, but if you have the athletes, if you got the size, mm-hmm. I don't see why you couldn't use that strategy. And yeah. really, like, it really is going to come down to a last-second shot. You're not going to blow Duke out right now. No. So it will <laughs> be, like, a not. full game, last-second shot, and that's your chance. Yeah. I totally agree with you. I still think it'll be Michigan State. Intriguing. Maybe I'm just, like, trying to play the optimist and, like, hope yeah. they won't go to the <laughs> Final Four. Um, But, yeah, I'm ho- sort of hoping and praying that it'll be Michigan State that knocks them out. Even growing up a Michigan fan, still hoping it'll be Michigan State. <laughs> um, but yeah, it is. Uh, it is a. It's it's been. I don't know. How's this tournament been for you? What have you thought about it? Um, it's weirder than usual, but we say that every year. There's why, why would you say weirder? Well, there's one guy left with the perfect bracket, right? That's strange. I'll say that from a fan's. From a fan perspective, that is a weird thing that's going on. Yeah. And I just feel like there's, I don't know. I just get the vibe that it's it's just different. And maybe that's because KU is very different. Right. And like, if you're a KU fan, you're going into each tournament with... Final four hopes. Yeah. Final four bust, Final four honestly. hopes, sweet 16 expectations. I, I would say being a KU fan, the sweet 16, the elite eight... That is expected. Yeah, that's what like, I'm saying. Yeah. So you go in with those expectations, final four hopes. And this year it was like, we would be so lucky to make it out of the round of 32. Right. So I think that's probably why I'm thinking it's weirder than usual because for KU it was so weird. Yeah, it was. It definitely was a strange year for us. Mm-hmm. But like, honestly, when I look at the scope of this tournament and when I look at everything that happened, 
I hate to say it, but it was kind of boring. Like not well. There was a lot of twelve and five upsets, which I was pretty happy about. I right. think those are interesting. Those are but, interesting. But it wasn't like but outside of that sixteen one last year. Are you kidding me? Right. Like it hasn't been large last scale. Year, last year we had the sixteen beats the one, and not just beat them. They beat them by twenty. Crushed them. Yeah. Like and then we had Loyola Chicago make their whole run. Mm-hmm. Like we. Oh my god! I forgot years, about that. Right. A with few the years nun ago, there. Right. With oh. I. And Josh and I have talked about this. Mm-hmm. I like in Hebrew, he brings up a good point where it's kind of bullshit that like when they were on that run that she got as much press as she did. Oh, come on. She was cute. No, I understand. But like he and he brought this up to me when you have the players who are actually on the team who are making the well, plays okay. and doing everything. Sure. That's sitting fair. in a media room with three reporters and her room. She got her own room for media day. <laughs> And it was out the door. Yeah, no. Are you kidding? That's I think. Don't the, get me wrong. I'm all for it. Yeah. Like the like, reasoning behind that would just be because she's an interesting story. Right. And when you have however many other teams in the tournament at that time, mm-hmm. everyone's story is going to be the same. You're going to be talking to players, whatever. So as a journalist, you're like, what's the cool story here? Let's right. go talk to. I just think it got overplayed. It definitely got overplayed for sure. I just think that's probably the explanation behind it. Sure. Um, which makes sense. I mean, you're going to try to do what the best story is uh, or try to chase what the best story is but we don't have a loyal chicago you remember florida gulf coast from a few years ago yeah that was awesome yeah like, for sure we, we haven't had that where i'm like this is awesome yeah we have a you team. don't we don't have a cinderella this year we don't have a mid-major who's making a run yeah like a legitimate run at it um and knocking off some powerful teams so yeah it's just been boring all four one seeds are still in it Yep. All four two seeds. All yep. four three seeds. All four four seeds. Um, and then three twelve seeds. <laughs> <laughs> and then three twelve seeds somehow. Um, so it's just. I always I pick know. the twelve five upset though. Yeah, I mean, statistic- there's an upset you're picking. Statistically, it's the best upset to pick, which is wild. Yeah, because it has the highest like of all time, like the highest probability of happening. Yeah. Which is really cool if you think about it. Yeah, it's really interesting. Yeah, but yeah, I just. Mm. I don't know. It's just been cut and dry. Outside of Purdue, you know, giving it to Tennessee right now, I haven't, you know, seen anything that's been super interesting yet. Yeah. I don't know. Hopefully it's just not a Final Four of all one seeds. Oh. Would, uh, that's happened before. Once, right? It's just a, a few couple, years it's ago. It's happened a couple times. Well, yeah, but yeah. not not very often. Not at all. It happened a few years yeah. ago. I mean, statistically, it's just not going to happen that often. But yeah. yes, it has it has happened a few times. When was a lot? Man, this is going to bother me if I think about it. Yeah. It was Kansas was one of them, which is why I remember it. Oh, I don't remember. Okay, whatever. It's fine. But anyway, thank you so much for joining us today. Our announcement. Our big announcement. Do you want to say it? Sure. You're the one who orchestrated it, so I feel like you should get to say it. Um. So we will be having the daughter of legendary head coach and now um someone who works for jayhawk insider here at the university of kansas we'll be having smacker miles on the show we're interviewing her monday um she was incredibly nice about the whole thing oh yeah super responsive um is really from everything i can tell is super excited about doing this yeah um she's like so incredibly nice so positive i mean you can just look at her twitter and yeah, her social media. She's just all about good vibes. So supportive of 
KU Athletics already, mm-hmm. even though, I mean, like, she has a reason to be, but she doesn't owe KU Athletics anything, really. Right. And she's so into it, which I love and really appreciate as a KU fan. Right. And, and you know, we're going to get to talk to her about growing we both grew up around sports Mm -hmm. both played sports basically our whole lives growing up yeah my sister and i were both into sports um she's still in high school but she will be playing through college i played Mm -hmm. through high school so we both grew up in very competitive environments like that you obviously did we didn't we did not grow up in an environment like she did no and that's why we said earlier in the show in an environment where less than one percent of the population could even understand exactly and so because like i'm saying is even though we both grew up the way we did it is not even close the same level as what she experienced so i'm so excited to chat about that and see what that's like because it's got to be so interesting It, it it hopefully it'll be a great interview um and uh the first of many yeah we'll say hopefully the first of many great interviews that we're gonna have on this show um but yeah so excited Thank you to her in advance for sure um, for sure, because, you know, she did not have to, you know, be interested in doing this at all. Yeah. She like she li- she told me when like we were talking, setting it up. She's like, yeah, like, where do you want to do it? Like what time? Like I'm free this time and this time on these days. Like, no, then- just so flexible. I mean, we picked the location. What? That's so nice. Yeah. Well, I was perfectly willing to just go with that being said. Thank you so much for joining us today. Uh, uh, follow us on Twitter at Easy Sports Pod. Um, rate and review on iTunes. Tell us what you like, what you don't like. Tell us how excited you are to hear from Smacker. Of course. And uh, yeah, that'll be it. Thanks so much for joining us, guys.